What's up, everybody? It's me, your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast. The podcast that teaches you how to acquire and accumulate all sorts of strength. That's right. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. Life is tough. Life is heavy. We're not always going to have a spot. Today, I'm going to be climbing the pyramid of human desires from the most basic physiological needs, such as food, water, and shelter, to the pinnacle of self-actualization, where we strive to become the best version of ourselves. Along the way, we're going to uncover the intricate interplay between our desires, behaviors, and aspirations. Now, this podcast is for everyone who seeks to understand the human psyche and the remarkable resilience that drives us forward. Whether you are on a personal growth journey or simply curious about the fascinating workings of the mind. Gathering strength. Yep, that's my podcast. I'm going to offer valuable knowledge to empower and uplift you. So if you're ready to explore the inner workings of human motivation and discover the keys to unlocking your full potential, join me for an enlightening and empowering experience. Don't ever forget that we all have the ability to climb this pyramid of needs and unleash our hidden strength. Tune in and gather the strength to shape your life step by step, level by level, on this incredible journey of self-discovery. Let's embark on this path together. We're going to understand. We're going to grow. And not only are we going to achieve, we're going to inspire others to uplift themselves. Welcome to the Gathering Strength Podcast. Now, within this podcast catalog, I teach you to have the buff body, mind, spirit, and bank. And man, I'm going to help empower you so that when these powerful marketing ads and these agencies are pushing all of your psychological buttons to get you to desire and fiend for their products, man, I'm going to empower you to be able to fight back by exposing some of these tactics that these marketing and advertisers use on us because if we remain unaware of these weapons that are formed against us then you know we're not going to be able to fight back and I want you to have a buff bank man and if you're always out there uh, spending impulsively because a marketer just pushed all of your subconscious buttons and got you to buy something that you didn't even need and or want then man, you are losing that battle. So we're going to be talking about marketing and advertising and how it has a deleterious effect on the everyday person. Before we get deeper into this podcast, it is important to note just how much money these big companies spend on advertising just in the U.S. Uh, Number one is going to be Comcast. Comcast spends $5.7 billion every single year on advertisement. Then, let's see, we have Nike. Nike spends $1.5 billion on marketing and advertising. Amazon spends $3.4 billion 
on advertising. Coca-Cola, $1 billion. Walmart, $2.3 billion. McDonald's, $1.58 billion. L'Oreal, that makeup company, $2.2 billion. Samsung, $2.4 billion. Apple, $2 billion. Honda, $1.38. Bank of America, $1.58 billion. Johnson & Johnson, $1.98 billion. Uh, Anheuser-Busch InBev, $1.58 billion. Walt Disney, $1.8 billion. Target, $1.5 billion. Macy's, $1.4 billion. Kohl's, $1.1 billion. The Home Depot, $1 billion. And, you know, that's just to name a few. And all of those advertisements, all of the marketing, all of that research, it all goes into pushing the psychological buttons in the human brain to get them to go out and buy their products. Now, it's important to understand that advertising it plays a pivotal role in influencing consumer behavior and shaping our desires. So, if you're not aware of your own desires and your own aspirations, well, you have all of those billion-dollar companies who are going to shape them for you. Through various psychological tactics, advertisers have honed their strategies to appeal to our emotions, our aspirations, and needs. And this can make it challenging for us to resist their messages. Now, if you don't have any goals or desires or values, or if you don't have control over your emotions, hey, don't worry about it. Uh, InBev, Disney, Walmart, Target, Nike, Apple, Google, Amazon, Procter & Gamble, they're going to shape your emotions and your goals and your desires for you. And now because you don't even know who you are, you don't know what you want out of life, and and I'm going to assume that you know you spend a lot of time on your phone, a lot of time watching TV, or simply just driving down the damn freeway. You see advertisements everywhere. Now, it is going to be important to understand consumer psychology. Now, this is going to be applicable to you and to me because we are the consumers. Now, advertisers, they leverage consumer psychology to tap into our subconscious desires and motivations. They utilize concepts like Marslow's hierarchy of needs, social proof, scarcity, and the fear of missing out to influence our decision-making processes. Now, if you don't know what Maslow's hierarchy of needs is, hey, don't worry. I got your back. I'm going to let you know right now. Now, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a theory proposed by a psychologist. His name was Abraham Maslow in 1943. Now, it describes the different levels of human needs and suggests that people are motivated to fulfill these needs in a specific order. Now, imagine a pyramid with five levels starting from the bottom. Now, the first base level 
Level number one is going to be physiological needs. That's the base of the pyramid. Now, these are the most basic needs necessary for survival, like food, water, shelter, and sleep. When we lack these essentials, they become our top priority, and we focus on meeting these needs first. Now, above that, level number two is going to be safety needs. Once our physiological needs are met, we seek safety and security. This includes having a stable home, a safe environment, financial security, and protection from physical harm. Next is, is going to be love and belongingness. That's the third level. After safety needs are fulfilled, we desire social connections and a sense of belonging. This involves forming meaningful relationships, feeling loved, and being part of a community or family. Our fourth level is going to be esteem needs. Once our social needs are met, we seek self-esteem and recognition. This includes feeling respected, having confidence in ourselves, and achieving personal goals. The fifth level, the very top of the pyramid, after all of your other needs are met, is going to be self-actualization. Now what that means is that uh, to reach our full potential and become the best version of ourselves. This is going to involve personal growth, creativity, and pursuing our passions. Now, if you think about it, we're not going to be able to pursue personal growth you know, when we don't have food or water. We're not going to be able to paint a beautiful picture when we're starving and have no shelter. We're not going to be able to pursue any of our passions when we don't have a place to live. Now, to quickly recap that, the first, the base of the pyramid is going to be physiological needs. The second level is safety needs. Third level is love and belongingness. Fourth level is esteem needs. And the top of the pyramid is going to be self-actualization. Now, according to Maslow's theory, we progress through these levels in a step-by-step manner. For example, if we are hungry and lacking food, that's our physiological need, we won't be too concerned about societal relationships or self-esteem until we've satisfied our hunger. Now, the idea behind Maslow's hierarchy of needs is that as we fulfill the lower level of needs, we naturally strive for the higher levels. Overall, Maslow's hierarchy of needs help us understand the various factors that motivate human behavior and the fundamental requirements for leading a fulfilling life. Now, continuing down that path of understanding consumer needs, our psychology behind why and how we buy these things, the second aspect is going to be emotional appeal. One of the most powerful tools used by advertisers is emotional appeal. They create compelling stories and imagery that trigger emotions such as joy, fear, nostalgia, or belongingness, forging a deep connection between their products and our feelings. Now, Apple does a great job of that because... They have created loyal customers. You know, the best of these advertisers, they create loyal customers where, let's say, for example, if you are an Apple uh, iPhone user and Google or Android, they have something, a tool or a feature or a, a new bell or whistle that the Apple product doesn't have. 
Well, they're not going to go over and just jump to Android because they are loyal. And when you are a loyal customer, now you have a deep sense of connectedness with other Apple iPhone users. You have bonded through their their product. And that is a subconscious level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is that you know we want to feel connected. We want to belong with people. And when you buy these certain products, then you create a, a little tribe of people who buy their products. I know people who will only shop at the Home Depot and they will go out of their way. Like they will not step foot into a Lowe's. And it's like, man, it's the same store. It's the same stuff. It's just that one is Lowe's, one is Home Depot. You have been psychologically triggered to be a loyal Home Depot customer or a loyal Lowe's customer. It's weird. It is crazy. Like when you really think about the things that we buy, the brands, these advertisers have done a great job of tapping in to our subconscious needs. Another aspect is going to be influencer marketing. Influencers with their vast followings and relatability are utilized to endorse products subtly. Their endorsements can carry significant weight as they appear more authentic than traditional advertisements. Now allow me to retrace my steps and pump the brakes and we're going to talk about fear of missing out, aka FOMO. Now, this is a psychological phenomenon that refers to the fear or anxiety of not being included or in missing out on exciting or rewarding experiences, opportunities, or events. In the context of marketing and advertising, FOMO is a powerful tool used to influence customer decision-making processes and drive sales. Now, here is more detailed information on how FOMO works in marketing. Now, this is going to be one of the weapons formed against you. Now, number one, it creates urgency. Advertisers often use time-limited offers or limited stock availability to create a sense of urgency. By highlighting that a particular deal or discount is available only for a limited time or that a product is in short supply, they prompt consumers to make quicker decisions to avoid missing out on the opportunity. Now, in the human mind, losses always loom larger than gains. So when these marketers and these advertisers create urgency, you know, that prompts us, that pushes a psychological button in our brains. And we're like, oh, I I need to hurry up and act. I don't want to miss out. Oh, no, I need to hurry up and buy this. Even though you don't need it, you already have your 20 pairs of Jordans or your just whatever it is, you have an, enough of it. But those marketers and those advertisers, they, they own real estate in your mind and they're going to get you to buy every single time. So keep that in mind whenever you're in a store or you're browsing online and it's like, hurry up and buy, limited time only, sale ends at midnight tonight, rush, rush, rush. You know, man, that's going to get you to click that buy button all the more faster. Another weapon formed against you in the marketing 
and advertising arsenal is going to be exclusive events or products. The concept of exclusivity plays on FOMO as well. When marketers promote events, products, or services as exclusive or accessible to a select group, it triggers a desire to be part of that special group, leading to an increased likelihood of engagement or purchase. We all want to have a sense of belonging. We want to belong to a part of a club. And these advertisers, they know that, so they create exclusivity with their products because man we all we all want to belong so one of the ways that we can belong is by buying their products another tactic that they use is real-time updates and notifications the use of real-time updates and notifications in advertising is designed to capitalize on FOMO's immediacy for example limited time flash sales with countdown timers on websites or push notifications about ongoing deals on mobile apps prompt consumers to act promptly that is similar to like playing a slot machine you have the bells the whistles in this case you have a real-time update with the countdown and it's creating the sense of urgency you don't want to miss out hurry up because the counter's counting down oh no take my money push 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 a little bit more detail about the influencer marketing because this is huge Influencers are often seen as trendsetters, and their endorsements can create a sense of missing out on something desirable if their followers don't follow suit. Influencers may promote products with a message that suggests that everyone else is already using or benefiting from them. And influencers today, they are the new celebrities. They are people who have niche followings. Like, you could have someone who is... A big influ- influencer on stamps or on snails or on tree leaves, whatever it is, you know, advertisers are going to market to them and they're going to push their products. And the people who are following them, they're going to be like, hey, well, if this guy's doing it, hey, well, I need to get on board, too. I think this guy's cool. I want to be like him. And therefore, you go out and buy their product because... If it's cool enough for that guy, it's going to be cool enough for you. And now you're part of the club. And now you have, you know, something to relate to. It all breaks down to them getting your money. Now that is going to follow and be in the same realm as event coverage and social media. Events and experiences are extensively covered on social media, showing people having fun or enjoying exclusive privileges. This amplifies the fear of missing out on such enjoyable experiences, further motivating individuals to participate or engage with the promoted products or events. Now, these psychological triggers, such as FOMO, they tap into various psychological triggers, including the desire for social acceptance, the need for novelty, excitement, and the fear of regret. These emotional buttons can sway consumer decisions and create a sense of urgency to avoid potential disappointment. Now, in summary, regarding to FOMO, fear of missing out, 
This is a potent marketing technique that plays on people's innate desire to be a part of something desirable and not miss out on rewarding opportunities. By strategically using urgency, social proof, exclusivity, and psychological triggers, advertisers can influence decision-making processes, leading to increased engagement and sales for their products and services. Now, it is important to realize these tactics because when you're in a store or you feel the impulse to buy something, you know, you need to reflect on it. Like, hey, do I need this? Do I want this? Do I already have it? Do I only want it because it's new and it's shiny? Am I stressed out? Am I this? Am I buying this for status, etc., etc.? Analyze your purchases, and if they don't align with your financial values, your aspirations, if it's not going to, you know, be a tool to help you, you know, build yourself up in a positive way, then hey, man, I, I think that that can help you guide your your purchases. Overall, I want you to have more money in the bank. I want you to buy things that you absolutely need and want. And I want you to be able to acknowledge that impulse, that monkey on your back when it's urging you, hey, buy this, just buy it right now. I got to have it. Man, take inventory of that because, man, that could be potentially leading you down a path that you don't want to go down. These days, celebrities, they're not the only people pushing their products. You got, you know, Peyton Manning selling Papa Murphy's pizzas. You have Brett Favre selling jeans. You have Dale Earnhardt Jr. I don't know, selling Budweiser, Ice Cube, and Snoop Dogg. They're selling everything. But these days, you also have these social media influencers. Now, why do these big companies... Do they use celebrities and influencers to push their products? We're going to dig into that right now. First, the celebrities. Number one, they have increased visibility and reach. Celebrities have a massive fan base and a significant following on social media and other platforms. By associating their products with popular celebrities, companies can quickly reach a large audience and gain extensive exposure for their brand. Now, these celebrities, they have credibility and trust. Celebrities are seen as influential figures and their endorsements can enhance a brand's credibility and reputation. When a well-known celebrity supports a product, it creates a positive image and instills trust in consumers, making them more likely to consider the product favorably. Emotional connection. Celebrities often invoke strong emotions and admiration among their fans. When consumers see their favorite celebrities endorsing a product, they may associate those positive feelings with the brand, fostering an emotional connection that influences their purchasing decisions. These celebrities, they also have an aspirational lifestyle. Celebrities are often associated with glamorous lifestyles and success. By featuring celebrities in advertisements, brands tap into consumers' aspirations, making them believe that by using the endorsed product, it will bring them closer to their desired lifestyle. And how much of an idiot do you have to believe that? Like, for example, Snoop Dogg, he's drinking Corona, right? He has some Corona commercials. And you see, hey, hey, Snoop Dogg, he's drinking Corona. If I go out and buy a 12-pack of Corona, I'm going to be a little bit more like Snoop Dogg. Come on. 
But man, people fall for it every single day. And you know, that is just one celebrity pushing one product. Start taking inventory and pay, pay attention to the commercials and the celebrities pushing them. They're getting paid millions of dollars because it, it, ultimately it works. At least when you know that these, these practices are being implemented and you see them, you can know that, hey, someone is reaching for your money, someone is reaching for your wallet, and they just want you to buy their stuff. Once again, you need to take inventory on your purchases and why you want them. Now, continuing down that path of celebrities and their endorsement power, uh, when a celebrity endorses a product, this can significantly increase the attention and recall of an advertisement. People are more likely to notice and remember an ad featuring a familiar face, making the advertisement more memorable and effective. Brand recall and recognition is another positive aspect, and that's why these companies pay them millions of dollars. Because when they use a celebrity in advertising, this can help boost brand recall and recognition. Consumers may remember the brand better to the association with the celebrity, even if they don't recall the specific details of the ad. Now, there's simply too many psychological nuances that help brands push their products but let's go into the influencer marketing because this is a modern marketing strategy that involves collaborating with influencers individuals who have significant and engaged following on social media platforms or other online channels uh, the influencers are considered experts trendsetters or opinion leaders in specific niches or industries they have built credibility and trust with their audience which allows them to sway opinions and influence the purchasing decision of their followers now here's more details about influencer marketing Number one is going to be types of influencers. Influencers can be categorized based on their size of their following. Mega influencers who have millions of followers. Micro influencers have hundreds of thousands. And oh, you know the last one was macro. Now we have micro influencers who have tens of thousands. And nano influencers who have a few thousand followers. Brands often choose influencers based on their target audience and campaign objectives man they know what they're doing they're targeting influencers this is crazy now authenticity and trust influencers are often perceived as authentic because they create content that aligns with their personalities and interests their followers trust their opinions and recommendations making influencer marketing an effective way to reach a highly engaged and receptive audience niche targeting Influencers typically focus on specific niches such as beauty, fitness, fashion, travel, or technology. Brands can leverage influencer marketing to target niche audiences that align with their products or services, increasing the chances of reaching potential customers interested in their offerings. Now with content collaboration, brands collaborate with influencers to create sponsored content such as posts, stories, videos, or reviews, and this is going to promote their products or services. The content often integrates the brand's message seamlessly into the influencer's usual content style. 
Now, all of these things, they're all subtle. You know, it's not like, hey, hurry up and buy this, bang, bang, bang. It's just like, hey, I'm drinking this coffee today, and don't mind me, I'm just putting on this lotion today. When I wake up, I brush my hair with this comb. I clip my toenails with this toenail clipper. I pluck my nose hair with this set of tweezers. And hey, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. It's crazy. You know, and we just eat it up. We just all right, click the buy button and keep it moving. Now, once again, there's too many damn psychological nuances to list and consider for the, the content and duration of this podcast. But in summary, influencer marketing leverages the authority and credibility of influencers to promote products or services to their dedicated following. It is a effective way for brands to tap into niche markets, build brand awareness, drive engagement, and foster con- uh, customer trust and loyalty. As consumers increasingly seek genuine connections and recommendations from real people, influencer marketing continues to be a powerful tool for brands to connect with their target audiences. Uh, that'll do it for today's podcast. The main objective overall was to hopefully enlighten you and get you to understand that the marketing agencies and the advertisement campaigns, their simple objective is to dip their arm as far into your pocket as possible by pushing all of the psychological buttons in your primitive mind that get you to desire, that get you to fiend and need and want their products so bad that you're willing to do anything to be a loyal customer. And you want to be a loyal customer because you want to feel connected. You want to feel like you belong. You want to feel like you have something that other people don't have. This brings exclusivity. You want to belong. But man, you know, the best things in life, they can never be bought. They can never be purchased. They have to be earned. So go out. Save your money. Use your money to build yourself up. Invest in your future. Use your money to buy experiences. Gain some insight, some knowledge. And man, you can be a little bit more of a light on the world than a plight on the world. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, give me a like, give me a subscribe, give me a follow. And in return, I'm going to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward, always onward.